1: Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. com.
0: may not know where it is, but I doubt there's anyone in this country who's been paying even marginal attention to the news over the last number of years who hasn't heard of Roxham Road and knows what's going on there. It's the border crossing from the United States, actually upstate New York, into Canada, specifically Quebec. And uh, the border crossings from the U.S. into Canada at Roxham Road are increasing. So, the question has begun, has become, rather, is the federal government dropping the ball, allowing Roxham Road to remain a so-called irregular border entry into Canada? Richard Curlin joins us. Immigration lawyer, originally from Quebec, now living in British Columbia, I don't want to give away all his secrets, has advised the Quebec government and the federal government on immigration matters. Later, we'll talk to Nino Colavecchio, political commentator in Quebec, former PQ candidate and radio talk show host in Montreal. They're both friends of mine. I have no idea why. Uh, <laughs> how, how are you, Richard?
1: Very good, very good, thanks. <laughs> now, you know where Roxham Road is. Yep, been there uh, a lot. Uh, and it's a smart move on the part of Canada to shrug shoulders, point at the sky or the sea, and sort of declare, we're not really sure what's going on. It's a smart move because we centralize at one known location, uh, that kind of entry to Canada. And why is it smart? If we do not do that, and we did not do that for several decades in the past, we play whack-a-mole. We've got to track down where people are coming in. We do not have the resources allocated to security screen people before they obtain illegal entry to Canada. By using Roxum, We have a one-stop shop, we have our law enforcement, our intelligence agencies focused laser-like on that one location. Every person, every person that walks through is monitored, screened, uh, subjected to biometric security systems and others, we know who's coming in. And um, if we did not have that Roxham single port, (laughs) we throw away the toys to our kingdom.
0: Well, we we do have the uh, the regular border crossings, you know, the ones that you drive through, and uh,
1: yeah, I, I've heard of those. You, you've yeah. se- you've seen those. The, it, it doesn't. Where, where you
0: hide? Where you where you hide your stash under your raincoat on the back seat?
1: Oh yeah, little travel tip by the way, with the new technology, Canadians. Uh, Our border guys can hear what you're talking about in your car before you roll up. Oh, I'm not surprised. Beware of that. I'm not surprised. We cannot have those uh, same people appear at a quote-unquote regular border crossing because their master plan of gaining access uh, to Canada to uh, file for uh, protection claims won't work. We got that United States safe third country agreement in place. I suspect that's on the table. This coming week between President Biden and our prime minister?
0: So, uh, as I understand it, and you would know better than I, I understand it, if you cross into Canada using Roxham Road, and I don't know why there aren't more Roxham Roads in this country, maybe I'm just not aware of them, but if you cross into Canada from using Roxham Road, and you're from another part of the world, not the United States, but you come into Canada that way, you don't get the same government supports that you would receive if you were to use a more conventional refugee application. True? False?
1: Well, it's it's uh, it's not that crystal clear. Uh, you just won't be able to make your refugee claim in Canada, period, if you go through that regular border, if you're subject to the United States-Canada Safe Third Country Agreement. So it's uh, all or nothing for the guys using rocks on most of them. And, and so in terms of government support... Um, You know, that first year is the expensive year, but Canada has invested, seriously invested in collecting data. What happens to these people five years, 10 years, 20 years? And again, looking cruelly at the bottom line, the wallet, um, Canada makes money off these refugees. They end up paying more taxes than regular Canadians after uh, time and uh, succeed. Outperform the Canadian born. So, so, so make make that yeah.
0: make that case for us. Uh, what do you mean they pay more taxes?
1: Well, what they did um, way back in the eighties, uh, Canada got the idea. Hey, let's spend money and start collecting data, and data match the economic performance of refugee claimants. And so, they managed over a couple decades to build a fantastic database that links the uh, refugee claimant with the social uh, insurance number slash CRA data and other provincial data. In other words, how much money are they taking out? How much money are they paying in? And they came up with the uh, <laughs> surprising, for some, uh, bottom line that uh, we're making money. And that's because if you think about it, it's not like the United States with a poor southern border. And we have a border. We also have a border because of uh, oceans on all sides. And one heck of a, a, a cold zone if you're coming in from the north of Canada, and practically that means our ports of entry seriously, are airports or land borders only, with airports mm, very tightly controlled. That leaves land borders, and it becomes the Darwinian mouse trap. To get into Canada, you got to defeat the mouse trap, and only the best and brightest are capable of doing that. But Richard, we uh, we had large. we had for years we had I think it was forty odd thousand people
0: who were in Canada and nobody knew where. CBSC didn't know where yeah. they were. The RCMP didn't know where they were. They had just mm-hmm. disappeared off the face of the earth, as it were. They didn't They didn't know whether these uh, people who had claimed refugee status were yeah. even still in Canada or not. And if they if they surmised or knew they had left or, or couldn't find them, they often wrote it down as a successful case. Uh, uh, <laughs> <introduction>, <laughs> right? Can't but find them, so we must have done it correctly. But you had thousands upon thousands of people. Authorities didn't know where they were. And yep. uh, they didn't show up for hearings and yep. they just
1: essentially disappeared off and, the face of the earth. And that is why, again, to reiterate, it is critically important to fingerprint, biometric screen each individual on their initial entry. That way we're no, we know they're not uh, bad terrorists or, or people subject yeah, that's to international warrants, what have you. And if they disappear, exactly who is that? Uh, in the 40,000 arrest warrants that just went into inventory unprocessed over time, a lot of them, when you actually looked at who went missing, it, 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 it's siblings. It's people who overstayed after one year. and And it's not like you... USA. There's no large illegal employment underground in Canada. Yes in the USA, no in Canada. And again, it boils down to climate. Don't tell me you can live illegally in a campsite minus 40 degrees Calgary between December and February. In the United States, their warmer climate allows people to survive with less so financial are, resources. Are you,
0: are you saying, Mr. Kerlin, that Roxham Road actually performs a service?
1: It does, and I've advised governments provincially, federally, internationally to maintain uh, a single or maybe three at most entry points like Roxham. Politically, that's the problem. Practically, it works. Financially, gold star. Immigration integrity, we track people, and the most dangerous person is the person who gets into Canada without scrutiny. And we yeah, impose the a people, of scrutiny people at who,
0: People who are bent on breaking the law or maybe members mm-hmm. of terrorist organizations, they have ways of getting around many of our interdiction efforts. Yeah. They're not going to be necessarily uh, dependent on Roxham Road. Now, the, the, oh. I've, I've been very interested in this term, irregular. Um, <laughs> irregular wasn't immigrants. And, yeah. and that's a term that was invented by Justin Trudeau.
1: Uh, there's, know, no there's, be, there's, yeah, there's no yeah, such thing there's there's no such official term it.
0: it doesn't exist
1: uh, yeah, irregular I, I i you're either pregnant or you're not pregnant, yeah. pregnant. and and either you follow infection. the rules or you don't follow the rules and I, I don't know what this irregular thing is the flow is regular i can tell you that uh, and no matter how much money, no matter how much technology you're going to throw at this, uh, protect Canada at all costs from anyone entering illegally. Uh, we know since World War II that we're always going to have twenty, thirty, forty thousand people managing to find their way into Canada, uh, no matter what. And the Americans and don't. So- the Americans don't object to Roxham Road. Well, I'd send Washington a bill. And I hope our prime minister has the wherewithal to raise this with uh, President Biden, a good friend of Canada, because the Americans knowingly, knowingly are allowing these people north. In some situations- They're driving
0: like, uh, them north New from New York City.
1: York City. There you go. They pay people to come to They Canada. bring
0: the buses into New York City, and then they <laughs> take put the people who are refugee claimants from- you know, have yeah. come into the United States perhaps from the southern border and made their way either their own way to New York or they've been perhaps yeah. driven uh, to New York City on a bus by uh, through the auspices of Governor Abbott in Texas. Yep. And and so they actually facilitate yeah. the route and to Roxham and I Rocks get the business road. case
1: for that. It makes perfect okay. sense. Spend one, money one, on a bus ticket. Don't spend on the public support for these
0: people. One final quick until, question for you.
1: Until someone says no, don't do it, or here's the bill for doing it, it's going to continue.
0: Give me a 30-second answer here. What's the future for Roxham Road? And what's the future of Roxham Road in the era of the safe third country law?
1: Wow. I think in 30 seconds, it's going to be, how much are you willing to pay Quebec to absorb these people? Period. Because politically in this country, immigration has never been at a higher level of public support. Once Roxham Road, its benefits are explained, people will buy in